Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The Chicken Egg Podcast is uh, brought to you by our good pals at The Beanery. Really, it's our main pal, and that's Paul. He is fantastic, and they got four fantastic locations ashland gretna papillion 168th and giles you need to get crunk in the morning you need to get a bagel in the morning you need to get a muffin in the morning you need to get it going in the morning or any time of day you need to check out the beanery they got everything you could ever want with your coffee needs your smoothie needs and paul's a fantastic guy we love him he's been a supporter from day one so as schick says support those who support us it's the beanery serving people coffee. They need two cupcakes. They need two Hostess cupcakes you know to get it cracking like eggshells, boy. What in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, you said that last week, I did. and uh, it became a poll question. We'll get to that in a moment, but uh, there's no better way to start a podcast than with a sentence that means nothing, and Kyle Peterson <laughs> confirming <laughs> that no one knows what you're talking about. I happy think, happy weekend. Yeah, happy weekend, everybody. I don't know if uh, if we needed a little Lloyd and Laramie laugh at the end of that one, or I don't know I don't know what it was, you know, but that was uh, that was interesting. I apologize for the things that I say. I apologize. You referenced Lloyd and Laramie. At some point, we will do a flashback of Lloyd in Laramie. Um, <laughs> Lloyd and Laramie was a great, great character uh, segment. Yeah. A great character on the show. We called him once. Yep. Uh, he was a pizza guy in Laramie because Domino's or whatever franchise. I thought it was Domino's. I think. I think you're right. But was offering some sort of hey, if we if Wyoming shuts out Nebraska, you'll get your pizza for free or something like that. It was a non-conference game. I forget the name of the team. I <laughs> no, it was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was a uh, Montana, and I was thinking. I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> Usually we have to, you know, really stretch it out to make out-of-breath Chris work. We are talking about Wyoming. It was a non-conference. Like, that works perfectly. Okay, continue it with just, our Lloyd and Lambert. Yeah, but, uh, and we called the pizza delivery place, and – Lloyd answered the phone, and Lloyd was ready to talk, and Lloyd <laughs> laughed at all of his jokes. Uh, I don't want to do the flashback. I think it's re- it's fine to maybe wait. That's fine for the flashback. Yeah, but this was his laugh. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Like we would we would do that laugh all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. For some reason, hearing my stupid comment get things started, it was a Lloyd, 
a Lloyd kind of, uh, you know, oh, yeah, just a quick chuckle. Oh, my God. That seems like that would have worked to me. <laughs> yeah, that could have worked. That could have worked. Um, it could have worked just fine. This is the only... This is the only show that, you know, it's a weekly podcast. We could wait until the biggest sporting event is complete to maybe reflect on it. However, it is Sunday morning. The Super Bowl is seven hours away. And we said, you know what? Let's just do the podcast. I I dial up a, a text to you and I'm like, do we even, like, do we care about the Super Bowl for podcast content? Do we need to have the Super Bowl occur for podcast content honestly the only reason we would have needed the super bowl was for everything but the game you know what i mean like commercials halftime show halftime malfunctions yes all those kinds of things that's what would have been content for us and nothing with the game but yes i can't believe that i found myself really contemplating should we wait for the Super Bowl? I don't know. And then the fact that here we are, Sunday morning. We're doing we got we are so confident in how stupid this show is. We're gonna record pre-Super Bowl. Okay? That's what's happening here. Well, what you learn is nothing from the Super Bowl factors into this podcast recording ever. Period. I mean, it has nothing to do with scheme. I mean, that's I think the scheme is fine. I mean, it, we had missed tackles because we had guys there. We just gotta make the tackles. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairbury. <laughs> Been a while since I've heard Jay. Jay's leading into into Coatney. Again, the best part of this, this was after the Northwestern game. Right. When, you know, two games prior three games prior to Scott Frost being fired. This is the beginning of the end. Yes. And they're doing the ha- they're doing the post game show. They've just lost. And Coatney is gearing up for this Fairbury read. And you could hear there's a deep breath when he's trying to jam it in in a, in a pregnant pause from Jay Foreman. Oh, yeah. It almost came like eight seconds prior. Right. right. Make enough plays on defense. Period. I mean, it has nothing to do with scheme. I mean, that's, I think the scheme is fine. I mean, it, we had missed tackles because we had guys there. We just got to make the tackles. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports than Fairbury. Such an inhale of like, here goes nothing. We just got crushed. It Here is we go. Just Time that, to talk about Fairbury. I'm, I'm surprised how much. I'm not so sure that drop isn't in its at its best in its entirety with the J lead in. When you think about uh, the drop off tournament coming up, is that a one seed? I, I mean, it has yes, to be. I would it? say right now, yes. Right. I'll put it on the poll. Boy, I tell you what, it'd be hard to put a pen to paper and really think about what these one seats are going to be. I mean, it's hard to remember when, when, you know, with with the eligibility of some of these drops. I don't know where the Sega Genesis of a lot of them were, or the Phil Collins, if you will. I won't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The Ed Foley would be a one seed. He's come on strong late. He's he's got the nation's longest winning streak. The drop is five. (laughs) <laughs> longest active win streak. If the if the committee still factored in the last ten games, fully be the overall sheet, number one seed. I hope that we play well, but I know that we'll play hard. You know that's a great one. That is good. And then you know maybe maybe we'll get him on once he wins the drop off tournament because it feels like that that might happen. He's got oh, a lot going that. for him. Didn't even it's think a good about drop. That. He's a Husker coach. You know? Right, right. I like that. Um, 
You got really uh, Joel like Clad. I love it. Is one of those. You know that was recent, but we'll put it out there and we'll see if we can. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a Greg Sharp or Matt Davison drop, but Matt Cotney might be. You know, might be the odds-on favorite here going in. I would we'll agree see. with you. I I would certainly agree with you. We had um, there are a few things here. Uh, first of all. Did you have a, a good weekend? Did you yes. did you play? Did you call a game? No, did I was you... off this weekend, uh, which was it was actually it was the first price no game weekend for your boy in quite some time. Uh, little, little dude had a had a procedure. Little Marvin had a procedure on Friday morning, so we were home all weekend. It was kind of nice, uh, but your boy's back on the road next weekend. Your boy and Marvin Lou is feeling good. He's feeling good. He's feeling great. So good. yes, all things are good. He uh, he had a little, he had a what is called a dermoid cyst. It was right on the crown of his head. Homeboy looked like a unicorn or like a Looney Tune. You know when you a Looney Tune at Elmer Fudd or someone it, get hit and they'd immediately get like the lump. Like that was Marvin twenty four seven three sixty five. And we were like, what's up with this? He looked dude? like a Chet Holmgren. He did. That's in my mind. I'm like, I knew he was a unicorn right from the jump. That's where I'm hoping he gets to be like a seven footer that can handle it and shoot it and all that stuff. <laughs> give me some. Give me that. You, you mean know? like he's really adept at like he's just one of a kind? Yeah. And there's there's only one like him every million years that comes along. Unicorn? No, I mean he actually looked like a unicorn. He actually had a unicorn horn. That's what that's what it was. But he had to have that I removed. Had, I had a. I, did you have something? I had, a, I had a, bump, a bump like that on the top of my head, and I only got it removed like three or four years ago because it just was driving me crazy. Oh. But it wasn't big. See, and then they promised when they took it out, the hair would be fine. And there's like a little bit of a bald patch there. I'm just like, thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing, derma. Sheesh. Dermatologist. Come on, dermatologist. Step your game up, dog. Come on. I know you're trying to save my life or at least my... <laughs> For convenience <laughs> sake, but at least like me, make me look good with a without That's, a hat on. I agree. I totally uh, agree. But no, that's great. Glad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So every, uh, every, he's good. good. Was home all Family's weekend. Uh, yeah. But then you boy, UConn Seton Hall next weekend. You boys got Nebraska Maryland next weekend. How about them? Nothing goes better with Husker basketball than Maryland. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairbury. <laughs> Trev was very proud after, after the Nebraska oh, basketball comeback. I mean, that, this know? is really a problem here, and I feel bad. Trev probably doesn't listen to the pod, and if he does, he wouldn't admit it, right? I mean, he saw me cha cha. He saw me cha cha my hips too close to him, and now we're he's he needs he needs at least fifteen years of a break with me. That's right. You did the uh, dance for a the, chance, the dance contest, yes. dance for a chance. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I I it was a is a charity dance. Contest for Youth Emergency Services in Omaha. Your boy won it, and I did the cha-cha-cha, and Trev Alberts was sitting, like, front row at this dance area, and my I was moving the hips, and we locked eyes, and from that moment on, we needed to not see each other for a long time, and that's what's happened. So, Trev, did you think Nick was good at the cha-cha? You know, it's a really good question, and I've thought a lot about that. I've been asked that a couple of times. Okay, very good. Thank you, Trev. But every time. Oh, Trev. Trev like, like, they get the comeback win over Wisconsin, which was really surprising. I mean, they came back from 17 down, yep. right? I mean, yep. you didn't anticipate. You're no. down double digits at the half. This thing's over. Right. Well, especially, yes, considering and, their roster situation and everything. Correct. <laughs> considering they're bad. Hey, yes. hey, 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 you shut up! On behalf of Bruce Chopic and Gerard Boone, you shut your mouth! Trev, is Nebraska bad? 
you know, it's a really good question, and I've thought a lot about that. I've been asked that a couple times. So they get the win. Mitch Sherman puts out a tweet, hey, this warrants a, a visit from Trev Alberts into the postgame. Yes. A victory celebration. And then immediately someone responds to Trev's tweet because Trev did post a tweet of so proud of these guys. And it's just very predictable. And it's unfortunate. Like, no one's now allowed to be proud of their team publicly without being compared to either Paul Rhodes or Trev Alberts. But he did tweet, proud of these guys, never quit, kept fighting, and found a way. And the first response is from, well, there were there were a few of them. You had uh, Brian said, Trev is proud. Let's go Schicknick show. Michael Petterman or Peterman said, so proud. Uh, there was a lot of proud. <laughs> Oh, Joe Wallace said, so proud. And then we retreated it with, can't begin to tell you, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, so it all goes back to, to this. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked. You've gone through a lot, all this adversity. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Thank you for representing us so well. But tonight is about another guy. Casey Tominaga. All right. Ridiculous. I don't know what part of that is my favorite. I, I like when he's talking about the ways he's proud and then says, I can't begin to tell you how right. proud I am of you, but right. you've already begun it, right? You've already, you were already in the throes of pride. Yes. You already went down that path. You, you're trying to get off that exit. Once you get on that exit, you're on that exit, Doug. You're on the pride path. Uh, there's no reason to talk about starting down the path. You're midway through the pride path. You went down that, Doug. First of all, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for how hard you've worked. You've gone through a lot and all this adversity. And I can't begin to tell you how proud I am of you. Okay, so we're 10 seconds into <laughs> devoting and, and elaborating on the pride and the how much pride we have in what you've done. And then we get to the, I can't begin to tell you. I can't. It's like, well, wait a minute. I thought we already begun this, this, this conversation. What happened here? But they're proud. Yeah, they are. And uh, <laughs> Trev's always proud. That was a nice win. Uh, it's, it seems to be. We had uh, Fred Hoiberg on a couple of weeks ago on the Sirius XM show. And I asked him, I got to find the quote. Wish I had it here. But I asked him, how are you going to, with all these injuries, I asked him, how are you going to self-evaluate, you know, your yeah. your success? Good question. And his answer was, and I wish I, I, in hindsight, I wish I had it here. But his answer was along the lines of, well, you know, it's it's about how, how they're playing, the fight that we have. You know, and that's really a, a layup question and a layup answer. I mean, you get it. As long as they're playing hard and they're not getting blown out. And, you know, this one against Wisconsin, again, we're judging against teams that aren't going to make the tournament. Wisconsin's not making the tournament no. unless they go on an unforeseen run. So it's, it's, it's hard to gauge, but I think the more, you know, you kind of watch it, you go, yeah, maybe one more like this kind of puts the, uh, the exclamation point on, I, on not making a change because it feels like you got the football thing up and running. It's a nice distraction. Nebraska ball's back to a nice distraction, and then maybe next year is kind of like the hot seat year. A couple of things. Number one. Trev was quoted with Sam McEwen uh, before the Michigan game earlier this week saying that there has been, quote, undeniable progress for the basketball oh, program. Go. 
Uh, I think the the arena was packed. Uh, I think that matters for Trev. I think Trev is really when he says those things like we want our teams to reflect the values of Nebraskans. I think he means that, and I think he feels like this team exemplifies that. And I don't think he I don't think he's too terribly interested in making a change. He just made this enormous change with Matt Rule. They got a hundred fifty million dollar facility, all that stuff. And then I said this on my pod. Like to me, there are certain there are certain coaches, and Frost was just one of them. But who they are, there are certain coaches, certain situations, certain things that you just wait a little bit longer than you maybe ordinarily would. And I think Fred Hoiberg is one of those guys. Like, with all due respect to Barry Collier, Tim Miles, Doc Sadler, like, they don't have the basketball resume, cachet, name, all that that Fred Hoiberg has. You ride out the home run hires. Yes. And these guys were home run hires. That's Frost a great way was, to put it. Hoiberg yeah. was. Write it out. Write it. Just let's let's wait until it is completely obvious one way or the other. Because that's kind of what he did with, with Frost. As crazy as it sounds, after the year four going three and nine and all the crazy losses that were – how the heck did they lose that game? He It wasn't obvious. So he brought homeboy back, and then he kicked an onside kick up 11 in Dublin and lost to Georgia Southern, and it became obvious. So – Sometimes these situations have a way of working themselves out to the good and to the bad. Uh, that's what I think Trev is kind of hoping unfolds here. So I, I think he's coming back. I, I declared it a couple of weeks ago. I don't, I don't think he's going to be fired. I don't think he should be fired. Uh, I think he's coming back. I'm back. So if he's not fired, which I, I, agree, I agree with you, he's not going to get fired. And if that's the case, he's probably not going to get fired midway through next season which would mean Fred Hoiberg would last longer than Scott Frost. How about that? Scott Frost lasted four years plus three games. Yep. A third of the way through, a quarter yep. of the way through his fifth season. Yeah, that's right. Fred Hoiberg will last longer than Scott Frost. You would have lost a lot of money on that bet. Yes, you, you would, would have said have. they're all going to be there at least five, eight years oh, at yeah. least. But I know. Yeah. I know. But Trev, Trev, very proud. Very proud of the program, which is great. You know, it's like as a broadcaster, you've got to, like, how high can you go octavely? you, you got to leave room for more in case things get better. Trev Alberts, the pride speech with the Mickey Joseph and the game ball against Indiana, how much left is there for, for pride? Like, he did it against, uh, after this win, you know, the tweet. Like, the word pride and I'm proud – loses some of the significance if you say it all the time. And I wonder, like, if Nebraska ball makes an NCAA tournament, what does that tweet even look like? I don't know. Like, what do you do? I don't know. Again, if you don't know anything about anything and you just listen to the first couple of, of the clip of him in the locker room talking about Mickey Joseph, you would thought, did they just win the title? Did they just win the division? Did they just who did they just beat Oklahoma? Did they just beat the number? No, they beat Indiana. And so, yeah, I don't know. He's not left a lot of meat on that pride bone. There's no doubt about that. I don't know what he's going to do here. I don't know how he's going to how he's going to continue to add some more pride to things. It's hard to do. Speaking of that, uh, we could uh, certainly get to some of these polls here because this is a Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, you yeah. and I, uh, yeah, we'll watch the Super Bowl later, not together. But later. I do. I will say, I used to our our Monday Super Bowl shows used to be a lot of fun. <laughs> They used to, I mean, because it was literally zero football talk 
all commercial nonsense talk. Our guests would be the dude from that like judges commercials, and we Bailey would. Br- I think that sounds right. And we'd. Ha- I mean, it was just just nothing with f- the football game. It was terrific. Really enjoyed it. Quick time out here from the Chicken Nick podcast to tell you about Go Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. All you got to do, just fill out an application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA Currency, pursuant to CFL license. So we did ask, I guess we'll get to the uh, the polls here. These are, these are fun polls to get to. There were a lot of them, too, so I think the, the sooner we get to these, the better. Uh, if it were President Trev Alberts, would he have been just as proud of the fighter jets for shooting down the balloon as he was for Nebraska football beating Indiana? 80, 88% said yes. <laughs> Does Joe Burrow look like Kevin McAllister all growing up? 86% said yes. Yep. Has the podcast become correlating recent events with drops? Do a binary read and play Tyler McKinney. <laughs> Come on. 93% said yes. I, I I voted for that one. Was this show made for a pandemic? 83% said yes. Who has it the worst when it comes to having his life defined by the podcast? Your choices were J.J. Davis, <laughs> I apologize, Chris, Tyler McKinney, and John Bishop. John Bishop was like a throw-in. Yeah, like, yeah we just had to see. get another one in there, you know. Bishop finished in the last place at 6%, followed by J.J. Davis. Your first place was Tyler McKinney at 53%. Well, there's no question it's McKinney. What's hard about it, I apologize, Chris, is we've never been able to track down Chris. Like if we I don't know him, I don't he can know. Always, he has plausible deniability. That's no one it. will ever know it's him. So it's hard. It was. It's hard for me to vote for him because I can't. We can't humanize him. We know JJ. You know JJ. Obviously, I know Tyler McKinney. Like I, we don't know Chris. If we knew Chris, we would maybe that would change things a little bit. I apologize. You'd be shocked to know uh, we do have Tyler McKinney's response to winning the poll. I'm not happy about that. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. How many words did Nick Boss say during his breakfast with Tim Brando? The winner was two words. I put 30%. it. I, I voted for zero. I voted for zero. <laughs> that, that was 21%, <laughs> third place. Would more Nebraska fans become Facebook official with Matt Rule if he had walked on at Nebraska? Oh. 88% said yes. Yeah, easy. Easy for that. Is that Nebraska-Colorado game going to tell us something? <laughs> so stupid. Only 59% said yes. It's tell us something. Who is, more, who is more likely to be 0-2 after the Nebraska-Colorado game? Nebraska starts with at Minnesota at Colorado. Colorado starts with at TCU home against Nebraska. I feel like, you know, whoever has home field advantage is the favorite, but... Who knows? I mean, Nebraska might be favored going to that game. I don't know. Probably not. Who would you but, vote? What did you? I didn't vote yet. 
I voted uh, Nebraska most likely to be 0-2. I would be, I, as much as that's probably going to get us ran out of town here, I think it's Nebraska. Colorado wins the poll 79%. Of course. And then how about this? What will Nebraska's record be after its first two games? Whew. 47% said 1-1. One and one. 42% said 2-0. and oh. 11% said 0-2. Oh, oh, man. But when 2-0 and oh was leading, John retweeted with that. It looks like a gif of Lil Wayne pouring Kool-Aid into a fountain drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it was just great. <laughs> Does Minnesota bring anybody back? Didn't they have a young running back come up in the game after Mo? Is it Ibrahim? Ibrahim? Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Ask some national Ibrahim. I forget the name of the running back. I apologize. <sighs> no, it wasn't Ibrahim. It was Ibrahim. I apologize. <sighs> Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking, I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. <laughs> no, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. So don't they got a young cat? Well, they had like a Williams and a Potts last year. Pots. Memory yeah, serves. I know I know they had a Potts. They need a Pans, trade, and then they would have Potts. a Potts. Yeah. Could you imagine if they're bad, if they're Running back by committee was pots and pans. Come on. Come on. I think PJ Fleck owes it to everyone to find a running back somewhere in the country whose last name is Pans. And you got pots and pans. Can you have pots without pans? You cannot, in my opinion. You cannot do it. That's what's holding Put back that on this the program. Pole. Yeah. Come on now. Tanner Morgan, I think, graduated. Homeboy played in, like, the 1970s. Yeah, he was there under Eisenhower. Um, I think <laughs> Kelly McManus Kelly Manis was there. Oh, yeah, he came in and done, did his dang for that chicken wang in the second half at Nebraska. Kelly yeah. Manis, which just rolls right off the tongue. That does. Need some pots and pans to go along with him, and then they'd be really rolling. But, no, I think – I don't know. I'm a little – Cue up my Pete Rose reaction about Nebraska's start to uh, to the season yeah. next year. Everybody's a little nervous. Everybody is a little nervous. Are you saying pots or pans? <laughs> Are you saying pan or pan? Incredible. Oh man, I want I want pots and pans in the backfield so bad. You know how to hold a bat? You hold a bat by its wings. <laughs> That's a good line. He didn't get it. He didn't no. get it. Everybody's a little nervous. Great line. Uh, I think that's it for the poll. Oh, this last one here. What a ridiculous How one. many Valentine's Day poems do you want Chicken Nick to read on the next pod? Right. Uh, it was our highest voted uh, poll. 60% said all the oh. poems, followed by none of them 5 to 10 or 10 to 20. There were a lot of poems, Valentine's Day poems. It started with a few folks, and then people just uh, – do you want to just read a few here? I suppose. I mean, this is – how many – I'd love to know the, what the final number was. If we read them all, if we did all the poems, we'd be here for another half Yeah, hour. we can't do that, you know? Um, oh, my God. Let me try and find so let's, the thread. All right, you, you read – you find one find you like, thread. and I'll read one right now, then you, we'll go to you. All right, let's start with the celebrities. Travis Klineski. Roses are red, especially in the fall. Nothing beats Tom Osborne's love for Major League Baseball. Ah, no, he didn't. New Major League Baseball. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Ro- Doug, roses are red, violets are blue. Hold the bat by its wings, because that mugs is thick, too. <laughs> One of them mugs is thick, too. Like, these are just... They're so Dan bad. Beaver. Roses are red. Snoop once was a crip. Guys on bicycles who go off ramps and do backflip. <laughs> That's a big reach. That's the, a big the reach. The bigger the reach. Guys on bicycles that go off ramps and do backflips. Oh. <laughs> All this from Eric. What a shill, Eric. Eric is so Roses are red. Roses are red. This advertisement read is made without a giggle. It's a quick, easy, secure, and free to use. Go currency is equipment financing made simple. That's so ridiculous. Come on. How about Eric again? Roses are red. We'll get you out here on this last bit. Nick told Klatt to stay safe, and Joe Blantley feigned response was, I love it. And uh, say Stafe, say say a little say Stafe in uh, in in Lincoln as a Buffalo, my man. I love it. <laughs> Travis again. Roses are red. Mathis got sacks. Alyssa got rim. Werner got yaks. Oh, it's good. You've got yaks. Greg, roses are red. Was that Augie Garrido or someone clearing their throat after eating a burrito? Uh, well, it, it is. Well, I <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Heidi, your scent adorns my favorite flannel. May we always be part of a panel. You can't spell unite without you and I. Honey, I love you. Enjoy your bye. Oh, wow. That was actually a, a, a Valentine's like Day card you really could write. really works, you know? Enjoy Thank your bye. <sighs> These are, Brian, roses are red. Some mugs are thick. There are a few things in life I love more than chicken nick. Oh, did you see Dan's? Wave, uh, that's an uh, old cut. Roses are red. You can stare it in the fixer. Nah, that's my son playing with a concrete mixer. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, oh, there's a lot of throwbacks. Nah, that's my son. The, playing it's, with the... it's so good. It sounded, you could hear something in the background of a call. And we're like, what is, what is that noise? Ah, that's my son playing with a concrete mixer. Like, what? Right? Not sure that's healthy. Right, we'll go to Joel and then we'll go to break. Hey, Joel. Hey, I was just wondering. Yep. <clears throat> All the were, were you just driving like crazy? Who, me? Yeah. No, my son's playing with a uh, with a concrete mixer. Okay. It's like we go wow. to your call. It sounds like, like you're just peeling out. Like you yeah. just no, no, it's <laughs> rubbed it the bank. Oil. Sorry. All right. Oh, okay. Josh, roses are red. Tortilla chips are the best. But when I open up some salsa, it explodes all over my chest. Yes. I open up some salsa, explodes all over my chest. <laughs> These are terrible cards like, that you would ever give to anybody. Probably. Ryan, Fairbury dogs are red. But we don't really know the reason. We will eat them loaded with mustard all dang season. <laughs> Christian Bishop! Ah! Come yeah! on, CB! Yeah! Oh, Christian Bishop! I mean, he made those like he made them all oh. season. <sighs> These are so Rusty, good. Dion is coming. The Louis is here. What's it going to take? Uh, we play him next year. Oh. That's a good one, Rusty. I like that one, Rusty. <laughs> with, with flowers and candy, it could help with their attraction. This has been Valentine's Tips from your host, Mark Jackson. <laughs> That's from Donald. <laughs> Nate, one is named Nick, the other is Matt. When Taylor puts on shoes, he says, I spat. Love it. I spat. Uh, a few more here. Gosh, Rusty put in like three in a row here. 
Roses are red. I've never been to a concert. When will Rule hand out those well-earned black shirts? <laughs> That's a reach. When will you announce the recipients of those well-earned black shirts? I like the one from Dean. You can't read it. It's just a bunch of emojis, yes. and it says tweets sent by Matt Rule. There we oh, go. That, that, is a, that is probably his what Rule would send in a Valentine's at this point. You know? I like this from Joel. Huskers are red. Jays are blue. Deep inhale. Nothing goes better with Chicken Nick than Fairberry. <laughs> we had missed tackles because we had guys there. We just got to make the tackles. Nothing goes better with Husker sports than Fairberry. Uh, oh, a couple more. Here, Corey, it's that time of year again, <laughs> and men look for a holiday gift suggestion. No opening statement. Hot damn. Let's go. Let's question. <laughs> <laughs> That was from Big Ten Media Days last year. All right. Hot day. Let's go. Let's question. No opening. St- Could you imagine, Matt, we'll going to the podium and go, you know what? No opening statement. No opening let's, statement. Just, let's, let's just go. go. Let's go. I got nothing to say. I got here. nothing here. You know? Really? All right. This is from the Twitter account, Bless the Mood. Roses are red. McConaughey, bless the mood. What are you wearing? Sincerely, Bo Root. What are you wearing right now? <laughs> That's a deep cut. That's good. And then here's another one. This is a deep cut from Pat Fitzgerald. Roses are red. Nick laughs like a bird. I still have to find out whether he's a good kid or a turd. It's from Brian. Talk to the girls in the lunchroom to see if he's a good kid or a turd. That is good. Pat Fitzgerald said that. So that anyway, is. thank you for uh, these are, these all are your great. contributions. These are just great. Follow the Chicken Nick Show on Twitter, at <sighs> Chicken Nick Show, for the, uh, the latest there. To take part in all the polls, I should say. Quick time out here from this edition of the Chicken Nick Show to tell you about our dear friend Paul at The Beanery. Uh, the Beanery does a great job. The, their slogan is serving people coffee. And the way that they have the ad is it's serving people, period, coffee, period. It's a great way to do it because they're serving people a lot of things. They're serving people the way that you want to be served mm-hmm. with respect, dedication, friendliness, courtesy, and great prices and products. And they have uh, all of that. Gretna, Papillion, Ashland, and 168th. And Giles, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And just like Nick said in the pod, um, everyone's a little nervous. <laughs> everyone's a little nervous. You know, everyone's a little nervous about Valentine's Day. You don't know what to get your, your lovely bride or your spouse or your husband. Um, if you are a female listening to this, congratulations. I know there are at least eight of you that do, and we yep. thank you for that. But they have so many... Uh, different things that you can purchase there, whether it's just, you know, bring home that special someone, this, you know, a, a brewed coffee or a sweet drink or a, a, a mocha, a hot tea, maybe a smoothie in the afternoon, a mandarin orange smoothie, a cherry smoothie. How about a gift certificate? They all are, offer those online as well. Plus, they have dairy alternatives, gluten-free oat milk, almond milk, coconut milk, soy milk. But you know what, Nick? Maybe your special someone would like the truck, the beanery coffee to roll up into the front yard. Info at thebeanerycoffee.com is how you can find out about that. I think what you're trying to say is nothing goes with Valentine's Day better than the beanery. Nothing goes better with Husker Sports <laughs> than Fairberry. Okay, all right. We got that's crossing the streams with two yeah, companies. Yeah, it is. I don't know what's happening here. Fairberry Beanery, I don't know what's going on. But yes, hey. Fun fact, I don't know if I knew they roast all day beans in Sarpy County, Nebraska. I like that. Do you like that? Because I like that. I love it. Of course you would. Joel, I would get you a truck, a beanery truck, and we would get married on the truck on top of a mountain. 
I love it. Oh, geez. Uh, no, you wouldn't. That would be uh, awful. You have your own family. Uh, but Joel, Nick, myself, everyone here with the Chicken Nick Pot and with Herdette, Love the Beanery. Again, they are just uh, terrific info at TheBeaneryCoffee.com or TheBeaneryCoffee.com slash menu for all the latest uh, with their locations, hours, and products. It's The Beanery, serving people coffee. There were We got sent a bunch of these because anytime there are buzzer beaters in college basketball, Nick Baugh gets referenced. Did you see NJCU had a buzzer beater to beat Rowan? Uh, this is, um, you know, obviously not a high-level college basketball. Not but ACC it's, basketball. It's not not Big East, you know. <laughs> but Rowan is coached by John Crispin's brother, Joe. And okay. they both played at Penn State. Yep. Rowan was on the wrong end of this. And remember, we said, when you start a certain way and you reach a peak, how high can you go? There are two buckets that you're going to hear from NJCU. It is 71-67 with five seconds left. They're trailing. You're going to hear a long three and then another three. Here we go. 71-67 to score. Inbound. Swung around. Jump shot. It's good! Ryan Savoy cuts it to one. And NJCU has it. Floater. It's good! It's good! Jason Battle at the buzzer. NJCU wins! They stun number 23, Rowan, here at the buzzer. Okay. The first bucket he hits, there was 2.8 left, and they were still down. You right. know, like, did they win it? Did they win the national championship? No, they're still trailing. They need another bucket. <laughs> I did see that and, clip, by the way. And then floater, it was like a 30-footer. Like, yes. this was a heave, right? Right. But uh, here's the – still trailing. Still trailing. Still trailing. Ryan still Savoy down. Still down. It to one. And NJCU has it. Floater. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Jason Battle. Okay. All right. I mean, if you just would check in, you don't know if he is getting stabbed to death in the booth <laughs> or what has happened here. Let's play it again with you as his color analyst. He needed me. Can we just do that? Yep. Okay. Inbound. Swung around. Jump shot. It's good. Ryan Savoy cuts it to one, and NJCU has it! Floater! Jason Battle at the buzzer! NJCU wins! Okay, all right, so I thought you added a lot there. And then here's this one. Portland State, Northern Arizona, 5.9 seconds to go. Northern Arizona hits a bucket, you'll hear, to win the game, except they put more time on the clock in Portland State, Throws it down to the end, and just an incredible shot. Uh, let's listen. One possession regardless of the outcome. No good. Quick rebound. No timeouts for NAU. They've got to hustle. Up court. Lloyd. Three shot. It's big. The Lumberjacks win it. I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. NAU wins the game on a three-point shot right at the buzzer. Okay, then they would put time on the clock, and then this happened. To the left. Here's the baseball pass high up into the air. It's caught! Oh my goodness! I can't believe what I just saw! So, I would like to hear both of those again <laughs> with you, but momentarily, you could tell, like, it sounds like he's the Northern Arizona guy uh, who's, you know, freelancing as an ESPN Plus broadcaster. 
But as this one goes in, you can tell it's like, yeah. Oh. Here's the baseball pass high up into the air. It's caught. <laughs> <laughs> it's caught, but it's already in. That's how quick this went. Up into the air. It's caught. Oh, my goodness. Okay. His, it's caught. He gets, he gets stabbed. He gets caught. He gets yeah. caught. Something happens to him halfway through caught that's pretty bad. He can run it. He runs the baseline to the left. Here's the baseball pass high up into the air. It's caught! <laughs> Is he getting tickled like the Pillsbury Doughboy? And, like someone's squeezing yes. the love handle? Yes, Dude. that's absolutely what's happening. It's caught! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> All right, let's listen to that last one again with you, okay? Here we go. Here's the baseball pass high up into the air. It's caught! Oh, oh, it made sense. It I thought does. That was good. It does. You know what? You know what we're finding out? I'm a, I'm, my ridiculous call has some value. Does it not? We all make fun of me, but it's, who's laughing it now? It does. Uh, I'll put that on the poll. Does Nick's ridiculous call <laughs> with the Booker Wood Fox scream have value? Again, the entire Booker Wood Fox scream. Oh, boy. Needs to uh, be played. Got a break to the basket. They pour Wood Fox through. Wood Fox lost the ball. Shot on the way. Is oh! Oh! It's good. Booker Wood Fox. Come on. It's the best. Who's laughing now? It's the best. Uh, no Super Bowl analysis here. Nope. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, Tyler, you going to have a good Valentine's Day? I'm not happy about that. Shit, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. 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 was offering some sort of hey if we if wyoming shuts out nebraska you'll get your pizza for free or something like that it was a non-conference game i forget the name of the team i played <laughs> <laughs> a hood at media production